things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Happy Friday! Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday, Dana McCool, as always. <laughs> Happy uh, Friday, Eric. Happy Friday to you. Uh, pretty good. I mean... Uh, I didn't even ask how you were. No, I mean, listen. No, You're you reading me. my mind now. Yeah, I know. I just... Uh, no, it's scary, you, you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, somebody commented to me a while back, uh, probably about... I don't know, five, six episodes ago, and they were all mm-hmm. like, hey, you and Dana seem to be syncing up a little bit more, like, you know, the flow and this, that, and the other. I said, yeah, I mean, it took a little bit to get there, but it just, I think we're, I, I think kind of like what Gonzo and everybody else has been telling us at the Cigar Hustle families, hey, you'll just, you know, just do your thing, and you guys will will mellow into yeah. it and just kind of ease right into it, and it'll become yeah. natural for you guys. So I said, all right, you know. I've learned how to interrupt you better. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's all good. I love it. You know, interrupt me, please, because, and I'll probably just do one of these. Go ahead, Dana. Just do your thing, please. Go ahead. For the next five fucking minutes, just do your thing. It's best. <laughs> Anyways, let, uh, before I ask you anything else on how your week was, for the most part, uh, we'll do some housekeeping really quick. Yeah. Uh, so everyone, please do not forget to follow us and, uh, and, and also subscribe. Uh, to our uh, YouTube channel, which is the Smoking Truth YouTube channel. We got plenty of friends. You're making us feel like shit because I feel like I got no friends. Um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at the uh, Smoking Truth Podcast on Facebook. You can check us out on Twitter at uh, Truth Smoking. You can also send the emails in at, to uh, Gonzo, Gonzo at the truthsmoking.live. No. No. Gonzo at the smoking truth dot live. Oh, yeah. Gonzo at the smoking truth. Did I say true smoking? Yeah, you were all on Twitter. It's okay. All right. Gonzo at the smoking truth dot live. And we do have the Patreon. We'll be ramping that up soon. So, uh, oh, and the podcast, please don't forget. Mm -hmm. You can check us out. I know for a fact because I subscribe to it on on Spotify. What kind of guy would I be if, or person would I be if I wasn't like, you know, subscribing to my own shit? So, Mm. (laughs) anyway, so that's all that. So please, folks, check us out. And please, you know, we do our best to get the, keep the content going. Um, but also make it somewhat entertaining. Uh, and this young lady next to me is always entertaining. Can I tell you something? So I just, something I realized the other day. <laughs> so, you know, look, if you're catching me just on, you know, what I, on like any other day and we're having a conversation, you know, I can throw in some little, little barbs here and there, jive, you know, jibes and just kind of be a little funny here and there. And I always like to try to feed off of people because I'm not like this. I'm not, I'm not a freaking comedian, but <laughs> I will say this. One of the things that lives in this show up so a lot of times is just your one-liners or your knack, your vo- your vocabulary knack uh, and phraseology. And I think some of it is just, yeah, I think some of it's like part Southern, part gypsy, <laughs> part whatever. And it just adds the flavor to the show. And, and, so my, and so my wife will watch. And she just sits there and she just cracks up with some of your phraseology. And I just go, honey, that's Dana being <laughs> She goes, where does she get this from? I go, I don't know, but it, it adds to the flavor. And I love it. So. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I get to? I wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> I just got tickled because you're, you, the male macho Republican, are always the one doing the housekeeping. Yeah. And that wasn't lost on me. Ah. <laughs> I just got tickled about it. I'm sorry. Pretty fu- right, let's talk pretty about- Pretty fucked up the position I got thrown into over here. Good mind, good Jedi mind trick, Dana. No, anyways, go ahead. You're secure with your masculinity. No, of course though. I am always, so I don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Hey, um, a little mm. bit of other housekeeping today. Who's your lover? 
Oh, yes. Uh, well, no. So I, so you asked me earlier, how was your day? And I said, ah, overall, not, not mm. one way or the other. Come see, come saw, you know. And so I went with good old faithful uh, Pastani, the the Bono. So I was like debating like, a couple different ones. I was looking at the old Mac. I was looking at Placencia. I was looking at Liga Pravada again. I was thinking Pappy. And I just was like, ah, you know what? Yeah. One of, the, one, of the, one of the old faithfuls. So, yeah. boom, here you are. Yeah. So the, I'm enjoying it. The comforting lover. The comforting lover. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I do. I do. Comforting lover. Yeah. Today I have a strange lover. I heard. My lover was chosen for me by someone else. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to those little <laughs> innuendos your son was talking about. That poor kid. Hey. I enjoyed having him on last week. We'll go ahead. Anyways, Hot I'll Santa. That, yeah. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> What am I smoking today? El Rey de Mundo. <laughs> I can't even say it. El Rey del Mundo, de todo el mundo. <laughs> Jesus. I can't even uh, with this one today. It's big, but oh it's gosh. mellow. Jeez, I'm okay. just, look, right. it's. Yeah, you know, I was, I know, I shouldn't do that, man. I was like, you've preempting, yeah. You the, do, the, man. I mean, seriously. Preempting the dirty mind. I want to be Christian, and you prevent uh, that quite often. <laughs> it's okay. Anyways, right, anyways house that was that was leftovers from last week. <laughs> Your poor son. He's so traumatized. He's uh, he was he's a good he's a good person, man. And we got to talk to chat a little bit afterwards upstairs. Uh huh. And uh, he's you know, so smart. I'm a, I, you know me. I'm a hug. I don't care. You are a bro. Whether it be a bro check or just a hug yeah. on, a, on on a, a lady or whatever. But mm -hmm. uh, I do. I gave him the bro check and I just said, dude, hey, thank you for coming. I really appreciate mm -hmm. it. He's just a good guy, so I appreciate it. He that. really is. <laughs> he's up in Washington D.C. with a bunch of middle schoolers right now. God bless America. <laughs> That's what I, I talked to him last night. He was just like, Mom. Yeah, yeah I know. God bless America. <laughs> um, yeah, I got it. Let me tell you, talking about that too. Last night I was sitting around about 8.15. I got a phone call from my good friend, Pat Northy. Oh, okay. And she said, I'm watching the podcast right now. She said, that teacher guy you've got on there is really good. Mm -hmm. And I said, how far are you into it? And yeah. she said, I'm about 40 minutes into it. I'm like, fucking watch the rest of it. Yeah, they yeah, call yeah. me, right? And she called me back and she said, I can't believe that's your son. You're so different. Yeah. And I was like, I know. Everybody gets taken back. Yeah, he, I think he knows it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> He does. Oh, he does. God. So I did some interesting things this week. All right. What's up? Well, I got a strange lover. Okay. Saw that. Today. Uh, Wednesday night, I went to my uh, one of my godfathers. Okay. I'm just going to say Gigi. Okay. Because he might not want anything to do with me. But you know, anyway. my godfather, Gigi, invited me to go to Soil and Water. Oh, okay. It was a great meeting. Okay. I love those people. That's a great board that they have coming in. People that are actually concerned about farming and growing. And I hope so. I hope so. They are. Yeah, I hope so. Because, you know, I, I worry about the soil water conservation districts. Um, You're uh, such a fucking politician. You said districts. <sighs> so you don't talk shit about any one person. No, no, no. Because they're all because I think they are, many of them are, uh, in my personal opinion, are a little bit problematic. And so, and I, and I say that because I think most soil water conservation districts throughout the state of Florida, and I can't speak for any of the states, but in Florida, I think they've gotten away many of them from their original core mission, mm -hmm. uh, which was to have a working relationship with the ag community. It wasn't so much 
Yes, it is important to the environment because obviously ag impacts the environment, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, soil water conservation districts, I'm not going to get into the weeds on this, you know, came up after the Dust Bowl in the 1930s. Get you, get and so, yeah, I mean, let me start because I, uh, I did a lot of research on this stuff last year. Mm-hmm. and um, But I've even seen it prior to me doing a little bit of- Don't um, you want to get rid of soil and water districts? Who's fighting for that? I forgot, like, somewhere along the line, legislatively, they wanted to get rid of them. There was, yeah. I mean, so we had a, uh, we had a bill that, you know- th- that contemplated the idea. Well, my boss and, and I and others had con- contemplated the idea of getting rid of the soil water conservation districts. And mm-hmm. the theory behind that was um, in his line of work in ag, he never really deals with them. So why have an entity as an ag person there that really doesn't, that he doesn't interact with. He interacts mostly with St. John's water, mm-hmm. uh, army Corps of engineers and DEP. And, mm-hmm. and obviously there's, you know, regular, you know, uh, DAX, uh, mm-hmm. department of agriculture, consumer, consumer services. So, and then you start looking at uh, different conservation districts and many of them are doing things like using grants to bring food into certain areas and this, that, and the other. And while I understand that that may be a, you know, that may be helpful, helpful for some more populated areas, like your more urbanized areas. The reality is, is that, that's not what those districts were meant for. And so then you get people running in for office that have maybe a slightly different agenda than thinking about just ag. Again, I, if you go to a number of toilet and water conservation districts, because I've met some folks, mm-hmm. they have no clue about ag. Mm-hmm. They could tell you everything they want to know about maybe some environmental stuff that they're trying to, you know, an agenda they're pushing, but they could mm-hmm. never tell you about ag. And that was not the original intent and purpose. So as we started, you know, hammering out, you know, a lot of different ideas on what to do and so forth, you know, it came down to uh, the, the way the bill came down was we were going to go ahead and focus in on ensuring that um, if you had an ag background and or nursery grower background that you would be able to go ahead and, and, and you could qualify to be to run on that board. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will give you one prime example. I will tell you that I think the folks in Holland, Hollins County do it awesome. I've met with these folks. Mm-hmm. The, the lady, the executive director that's over there, um, she is, um, she's phenomenal and they're doing a lot of good work with helping the ag community in general. But many of these, um, these district boards, I think have gotten away. So what I think, the pri- I, I think we're just trying to tighten things up a little bit. Tell me what the primary purpose is. Is it to educate? Is it to legislate? The, what is it? To be honest with you, the primary, the primary purpose for the soil water conservation districts was on best management practices, mm-hmm. basically working. So let's yeah. stop. Yep. Stop. Go ahead. Best management practices. Wouldn't that include the environment? Cause is there's controversy regarding it. We all know this about fertilizer runoff. Okay, everybody paints the damn numbers however they want to. True, yeah, yeah, true. Right? Yeah. So there has to be someone that advocates for the public as it deals with agriculture. I mean, nobody wants to see farmers go under. Nobody wants to see growers go under. Yeah, I don't. No one wants to see cattlemen go under, right? Yeah. But we want things like that addressed, right? Best practices are using as it pertains. But why? Why do we care if they're using best practices unless it pertains and it affects the environment? Why do we give a shit, right? We don't care economically. And what I'm saying this to say this, we care because how it affects the environment. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have environmental watchdogs, right, you, listen, you can label yourself a conservationist any way you want to. But if you're dumping a bunch of fertilizer in the ground, you're not monitoring mm-hmm. yourself and, you know, EPA and all the other alphabet groups aren't watching over it, then who's watching over the best interest of you and I, Joe Blow, that don't grow? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, look, it's What all, do you know about growing? It's me personally? Yeah. Other than the fact that I failed a few times in growing <laughs> in growing a couple of plants. I'm actually, I got a, 
little oh, tangelo tree growing in my backyard. And I got some banana trees and I'm working through it. I'm learning. <laughs> but yeah, um, no. And so listen, I, I think, look, I think the, the idea was to just tighten things up a little bit and saying, because you don't realize that there are a number of boards out there that are doing a lot of good work when it comes to the ad community and working with the ad community and getting yep. and applying for grants and so forth and so on. And yes, best management practices, Dana, true. That, and that does help the environment, right? And so that's, that's kind of the spinoff. And that's ultimately what the idea was, was not to only benefit the environment, but also to ensure that, you know, growers are constantly using and ag folks are constantly using best practices. Mm-hmm. So um, but once again, but I will tell you this, there are a number of districts that do not meet at all. I mean, there are some that haven't met in two years. So the question is, why are you even like there? If it were up to me personally, I wouldn't mind seeing regional. So where you take the, de- the districts and let's say you mimic like the five uh, the water, ma- water management districts, right? Mm-hmm. This way you're getting folks from all over who can participate in that mm-hmm. instead of having individualized districts. Many of them don't even meet. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what the whole. Um, because I- whoever has the most toys wins. That's why. You need your you need your own area represented with concentration. Yeah, I mean, representation. I, I, I it gets get, diluted. I, yeah, I mean, I get it. And some let me level, ask you something: look. Who would have more say in a regional? Okay, in a regional district, who would have more say, Volusia County or Lake County? I think it. it I think it'd be pro- probably equal, more or less. Fuck you! It would not be equal. You know that. <laughs> let me ask you this: Who would have more representation, Lake County or Polk County? Um, think agriculture. Who's going to have the best, strongest lo- lobbying? Who's going to have the best? Well, I mean, look, you could say that, but I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you know, look, if you're, look, it's like St. John's Water Management, and then some of it comes down to how. Listen. <sighs> How active you're being in trying to find folks. Look, Lake County for a long time did not have equal representation for whatever reason. And then, you know, look, uh, I'll just say that they do have a little bit better representation now. I would agree. Yeah. And now, now, because there was a little bit of a push from some to say, hey, we need some more representation. So I think it's incumbent upon different counties and folks who are there to say, hey, you know, if there's a slot missing, Fill it. Put somebody up on the board. You know, get somebody to advocate for you to get up on the board and have, you know, whoever the governor is at that moment in time sign off on it and so forth and lobby, help lobby for it. But you can do the hell you want. But that's just, look, you know, God forbid it could be a Democrat four years now. Oh, God, please, no. And it's the same process. You have to find someone, you know, that if there's an opening, you, just, you, you know, put their name in the hat and then that's it and kind of go from there. So, you know what I want to talk about? What? I want to talk about the speaker for 2026. Oh, Sam Garrison? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's he doing? I've been reading up on him today. Uh, I haven't been paying attention as much, honestly, yeah, in that, on in his that committees. respect. Yeah. I mean, I know he's in charge of, uh, or he's on uh, health. Mm-hmm. He is. And I think, oh my God, I have to pull up my phone. I, I, I looked I'm, today. Uh, I looked at the. Uh, I don't remember I all the committees. I know my boss's committees. That's about it. But I don't, yeah. I don't keep up on too many others. Once I get in the swing of things a little bit, then it'll come a little more naturally to me. But yeah. I wanted to talk about the other thing today, too. Which other thing? <clears throat> come here. Mm, mm, you're not gonna mm. let me talk about it today again go ahead tell mm. me to shut up and i will uh i think that we have to be very careful with that that's all I'm what does that mean, I mean like you, cutting rather than slaying uh, i would say that if you want to talk about in just in general terms if you're trying to learn something i can try to educate a little bit you know and uh, the process a little bit but that's you know but uh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna save that for after the holiday yeah 
let it let, let it let it sink in a little more. Yeah. You never let me have any fun all day I ever. Know. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all day ever. Uh, so um, I am glad we're moving towards also um, seating our our county reps. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, I'll be glad when that happens. I'm hoping that we get some stuff done. I hope that they can work with the county chair. You know, um, I I, hope so too. I I really do. I am so sick of partisanship in our, you know, I was talking to somebody about that, you know, and the, the school board races again. I mean, I know we're beating, it seems like we're beating a dead horse, but oh my God, just, you know, some of the policies. And I know, that I'm really proud of the fact that the district is listening because, again, we had uh, Monday night, mm. we had brought up about growth, and I continue to preach about not having the right formula in place in order to discuss concurrency in a genuine manner. So you know? as, a, as a spillover from, a little bit of a spillover from last week, I'll just, look, I think we need to constantly try to push um, and advocate to ensure that, uh, and that part of that is, comes down to representation, pushing for, make sure that Volusia County gets as much funding as possible. What I, you know, look, here's the deal. I, this is what Wait, I tell people what are you talking time. about? Who, who, who are you talking about when you're talking about representation? You're talking what? about state rep? Yeah, you're no, talking about no, county? I'm talking what no, are you talking I'm about? talking about everybody who's part of the uh, Volusia County delegation, whether mm-hmm. it be uh, Representative um, Tom Leake, Representative Webster Barnaby, Webster, uh, Senator Tom Wright, um, uh, Representative Stan McLean, who now has a portion of it, yeah. which bleeds in Orange City and DeBerry. Yep. So that is part of that delegation conversation, you know, and just saying, okay, what more can we do to ensure that these different districts are getting their fair share of the pot? Now, look, we could sit here and talk about it all day long about, well, is that really a Republican thing to do or not? I don't want to leave money on the table. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. I'm all for pushing the state of Florida. But within the state of Florida, we also have our own counties. Mm-hmm. Right? And so the same way I'm going to advocate for Volusia or Lake County, um, remember, there are folks advocating for Miami-Dade and Hillsborough and Orange. And trust me when I tell you, they want every single dollar they feel is coming to, their, uh, coming to them. And so I want, you know, everybody in Volusia should be, should be ensuring that they're having these conversations with their delegation folks and saying we want to make sure we get back every single dollar we got coming to us who's lobbying for our county who does that uh for our county is southern southern strategy group southern group okay they lobby for the they help lobby for the county and they're they're a big firm they're one of the big ones they're one of the big guys you didn't say they were good you said they were big no i just no they're no they're trust me they're good they're effective i'm just not always as big a fan of the big big time Lobbying groups, I'm a little bit more, and, and this is no knock on any big group. I just, I'm a big fan of the boutique firm sometimes. I think there's a way that they can maneuver some, um, that sometimes the big folks can't. However, that said, there is this, you know, look, there is something to be said for, you know, folks like Southern Group who've been around for some time already. You know how they I want to get not, in? They have a lot of, um, they have a certain amount of influence, definitely. So. You know how I want to come on the show? Ooh. John Booker. Yeah, we should get John on. We should get John yeah. Booker on. <laughs> I hope he's okay with that because... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how comfortable Tom would feel or not, but I. Uh, but we don't listen, want him to feel comfortable. And, and this is something. And I found him engaging. Oh, John's a nice guy to talk to. I've known John for years, and I just uh, John. He's. I see him all the time in Tallahassee. Obviously, he so beyond so to your point beyond the Southern Group. John is up in, in Tallahassee uh, very often, helping to push. Obviously, he does government affairs for um Felicia, for Felicia. and mm-hmm. so. He's up there all the time. I see him. I always have very good conversations with John. Even when he used to work for Congressman Micah, mm-hmm. always good conversations with John. So, um, but definitely as we come into the, into the new year, I definitely want to have more conversations beyond just Deltona alone, a countywide school district wide. Cause yep. these are all conversations that are important to Volusia County. You know, obviously 
part of what we do here is trying to start from a certain base. Obviously, our home base is Deltona, but and obviously we got, we have conversations about Deltona, City Daytona Beach. Those are like the two. I always I tell folks those are like your two anchor cities. Believe it or not, yeah. of like Volusia County, right? It's yep. like I'm, this is no knock on anybody else. Port Orange is a beautiful city. They're growing. New Smyrna Beach all the time. Uh, Ormond Beach is very beautiful. But if, when you look at m- you know major two, your two major cities in Volusia, it's Daytona Beach on one side for obvious reasons, and Deltona is the big one. I mean, I know City the land is there; it's our county seat. But let's you know Deltona is ninety five thousand strong or whatever. So we're a major we're a major presence. Yep. I what I want to see for Deltona though is I want to see Deltona be a lot more engaging. This is a constant theme I always hear. I don't care who's up on that dais, commissioners. Well, you know, we're Deltona. We're 95,000 strong. That don't mean shit to me. Mm-hmm. You can be 95,000 strong, but if you don't engage as a commission with your county partners and others, I'm going to say it. Who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Like I can sit here and say, I've told people before, I can see a room of 100 people doing nothing. Mm-hmm. If I got a room of 10 or 15 people that are very actively involved, I'm more inclined to listen to them than 100. Mm-hmm. Just because you got sheer numbers doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And there's a mindset we've had for a long time. Even some to this day are still talking about it. Some who are just newly elected. Like there's some sort of like something we owe the city of Deltona because we're 95,000. Bullshit. If you don't engage, you ain't going to get nothing done. Simple as that. My philosophy. You like that one? I went on my little tirade for about a minute. You're good. You're not even bold. Your vein not even not a, popping. No, 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 no. I'm trying to be a little mellow, but but I want to I want to stress that point. I yeah. just I hear it all the time, and it's, it gets frustrating. Like, stop the bullshit. Like we expect something from Deltona because we're 95,000 strong. There's some uh, the the mm. bill also. I want to talk about that. Um, that I, I know that um, our county rep David Santiago mm. was just up in Tallahassee, and we're you know the we need that that money back here and i i think that i think that um we have favorable conditions to get money back here in Belusha county i would like deltona was destroyed you know mm. um and even outside the county over in stone island right mm-hmm. we need some of that money and and i hope that we hurry as we might you know what i mean to get that money back it's going to take all of us you know yeah. to do that to work with the county um I, I don't want it deferred to the county to them to, you know. Yeah. I mean, look, David, obviously, you know, I told you a few weeks back. I mean, obviously, David has a different role today. David obviously is uh, a county commissioner, or county council person mm-hmm. representing, which is largely still Daltona. Yeah. Um, so obviously what he does not just impacts the county. But, yes, you're right. Ha- it also impacts Daltona because it's mm-hmm. that's his district, the large portion of his district. So, um, look, I've told you before, I think he's going to try to engage with Tallahassee yep. more so then um, more, not just, not only more so than some prior, but also, and I'm going further back. I'm right. not just talking about I'm, your beef with, <laughs> and your rant about Fred Lowry. I just mean, you know, and, and that's what you, and I, uh, and see, I know that's how you I, feel. You should, you should fucking woke the giant no, up again. No, I listen, it, it, look, we're, we're here on Smoking Truth to have these conversations. And look, if some felt that, you know, that the prior you know county council person for our district wasn't as effective or as engaging, that's fine. Uh, but this has been happening for. But I'll be honest with you, this has been happening for some time though. It's been happening for some time, and my my guess my estimation is going to be that Dave is going to try to engage a, a lot more, um, not just for the county but for his district specific, specifically and what he can do to help out. So well, you know, that's what, that's my expectation. I'm going to tell you this. I'm and, glad that he has that legislative experience behind him, mm-hmm. right? To to in, help engage. Makes me feel good that, 
you know, um, you do too. You're an advocate for Volusia County. You know, you're a good advocate for Volusia County, and that makes me happy. I still try. Uh, you do, though. You no, have I mean, good relationships though, with people. Well, what I mean by that is that, obviously, you know, my boss is Lake County, so I do a lot. I try to help everywhere I can for Lake County, but mm-hmm. I still have, you know, I still have commissioners, and sometimes you'll call me and for just advice or whatever. And, I, and I'm always, I tell folks all the time because I, I still live here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so just because I drive into work doesn't necessarily mean I forget about where my home base is at because folks know I've been doing this for a while. And so I, you Are know, you gonna run in two I can't, years? I can't be as, as engaging at times. Are you going to run in two years? Oh no, God, my God, girl. I have no fucking clue what's going to happen. As far as I know right now, I mean, no, that's all, that's all, you know, representative Barnaby already right now. So I, I girl, I, I couldn't even tell you, I can't even tell you what's going to happen next week with me. <laughs> I don't know what doesn't happen two years from I now. I think you just need to get ready to run. You oh need to be representing God. us in some way. Oh God. Uh, I appreciate the compliment I do, <laughs> yeah. but I do not step on anybody's toes. I can't, so. I can't, I don't think, I don't ever see myself. I'm saying this today. I don't know yeah. what happens either, but I don't ever see myself representing county or state. Like I am so city. Yeah. I'm cityfied. You listen, know what and I mean? I'll, and I'll, listen, and I'll tell you moving forward. Look, I want to put this out there as well too. Without say, I can't, I don't want to say too much. I'll I'm just say, say that. It no, 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 because there are no, because there. Okay, go ahead. So look, there are many who felt that maybe, you know, there were some reasons why maybe representative Barnaby, some felt couldn't have been as engaging over the last two years. And I don't want to get into that. Um, and it's not my place to say it's, it's something personal for, um, for him. And I'll, what I'll say is that my hope is that moving forward, I think he's trying to be a lot more engaging over the next few years, but we will see Dana. I mean, look, you've, you've commented many times and I said, I'm not going to get involved in whatever's going on, um, between the disagreements that you may have with the representative. I will just say this, that my hope is that, you know, moving forward and he's indicated definitely that, um, he definitely wants to be a, a lot more engaging. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll just say this, that unfortunately, I don't think he, you know, for those who felt he may not have been as engaging, there were certain reasons for it, and um, which I can't get into. Um, that's a personal thing for him. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, but I'm hopeful that things will, for many who feel that maybe he has, it wasn't as engaging, that he will be moving forward. So, <clears throat> Okay. I'll yeah. That. I'll leave that alone for a little while. Yeah. There were things before that, however. So that's a nice cover. You're a good man. Um <laughs> I, that's appreciated, but I had a conversation with him at Volusia League of Cities mm. um, last, what was it, two weeks ago, right? I think, I mean, I think it was like two weeks, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. And I put him on, uh, I put him on the spot. I said, when are you coming on the show? Oh, I look at my schedule, look at my schedule. I'm like, you got your phone right there. <laughs> what do you mean you look at your schedule? Is your shit not on your phone? If not, you don't have a good aid. Wait, why is your, is your stuff not on your phone? Mm, right. I know my stuff is on my phone. What? That's uh, what I'm saying. Your <laughs> schedule should be on your phone for your state representative pointing you where to go and all yeah. of that. So anyways, with that being said, he said that he was going to come on the show and I'm trying to find, mm. I'm going to find it. Hold on. Okay. Mm. I'm going to find it. Where did he say? <laughs> oh, that's not it. Dadgummit. Where is it? Anyways, he said, and he swears that he's going to come on the show. That remains to be seen. Right. Whether he does or not. It would be very interesting. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, listen. Hold on. I don't know how to do this. Hold on, listen. This is Commissioner Dana McCool of Deltona. And who am I with? The esteemed state representative, Webster Barnaby, and esteemed Chris Cloudman. And we are talking about getting money this year for Deltona for domestic violence, mental health and social services, right? It's a priority. 
The fun part of being elected official sometimes. <laughs> hey, loosen up just a little bit, okay? Oh. You got your cheese and your cracker in your hand, but I'm going to get it on record. He is committed mm-hmm. to making domestic violence issues a priority. Yeah. Okay, so I'm serious about that. We have little resources in Volusia County, none in Deltona. Mm-hmm. Before my term is up, I would like to see us have domestic violence housing. Okay. okay. I would like developers to contribute to that. Okay. okay. Because I would like us to have places to stash domestic violence victims. Okay. Um, I will tell you this Volusia County does not take domestic violence seriously. Okay. I will tell you that right now I'm in the midst of looking, trying to get, it's so hard to get records from Volusia County. But, anyways, um, I have called for the voting or uh, not the voting record, but the uh, injunction record for our county judges for this area that sign off on domestic violence injunctions. Okay. I have been involved in at least five cases where um, Judge Kelly Mm -hmm. has been asked to sign a protective order and has failed to do so. Okay. So I want to get that because you have women moving out on the streets with children and allowing the abuser to stay in the home because they can't get an injunctive order. So that sucks. Mm. Um, I have talked to people in the sheriff's office. I have talked to people at the county level and we suck because it's still a good old boy network in that respect. Sorry, but it is. I'm going to call it the fuck out. call it what it is. It's a fair (laughs) statement. I think there's a lot that happens in Volusia. In several other counties, that's still that yeah. kind of that good old boy, a good old girl, whatever you want to call it, you know, yeah. network. And yeah. so it. And I'm not standing for that. There are other there are other women pissed off, Republican, Democratic women mm. pissed off about it, especially when I share the stories. Um, that that that's the mentality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you got to give the guy a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you don't want to fuck up his record. How about that guy has fucked up his children? How yeah. about that? And his wife or yeah. his partner or whatever. How yeah. about that? Let's talk about that. How is that not the first thing in your head yeah. when we're talking about this? You know, I've dealt with a young woman that's just come forward. She hadn't reported. And that's the thing. Oh, you didn't report it. So, oh, what? you know what I mean? Well, she's coming forward now for the first time because somehow she found courage within her to do that mm. and treating her like she is an accuser as opposed to a victim. And that's what it is. Yeah. That, that's to hold the accused mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that ain't okay with me. No, let me tell you something. I'll just tell you. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell everybody now. Domestic violence is complete horseshit. Um, I think that, you know, obviously I always want to be mindful of the fact that, you know, once we start pressing charges to make sure everybody give everybody that breathing space to figure out what's actually real or not. Um, But I would, I find that in most cases, probably nine, probably eight to nine times out of 10, you know, if you're getting calls on domestic violence, it is usually man on woman. Right. And so, and there is something there that's happening with the man um, so when you're not getting these injunctive orders, you have to kind of, I mean, look, I would understand why is most of these cases tend to fare out, you know, you know, drug and alcohol related come out. Yeah. A certain way, which you, as you start to flesh it all out, you're like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually drug and alcohol related. Um, usually the most times it's usually the man that's involved in, in, in the, as the abuser. 
and so forth. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't cases out there where there aren't a woman uh, a man attacks. I'm, it happens. Well, let's, let's, let's be fair in our society here. But most mm-hmm. times, let's be honest with ourselves, most times it's men. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. I walked up on a, uh, I happened to be in Daytona Beach uh, this week. And I was, went to an, uh, I was going to an apartment complex for something I had to take care of. And there was uh, some shouting going on. And I heard it and I was just kind of like, okay. And then I was going down, kind of down that path a little bit. And then all, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm hearing because I wanted to kind of see a little bit like, is, is everything okay a little bit? Not that it was really any of my business, but it was just a lot of yelling going on. And all I see now flying out of the front door after the dish was broken, a couple dishes were broken around, all these little shards coming out of the front door. And I was just like, whoa. So let me step back for a second. The neighbor's upstairs. He said, hey, man, can you do me a favor? He says, uh, you know, can you call 911? I said, hey, are you aware of this? He says, this happened before. Just, I- I'm going to run. I know them. Can you do me a favor? Can you call 911? So I called 911, went through the motions um, and so forth. And he came, you know, went in to, to go talk to, I guess, the, I don't know if it's a husband or a spouse or whatever, or, or, or just boyfriend. But mm-hmm. anyways, it's one of those things where. I could see that the lady was visibly shaken up and, you know, she was crying a little bit. I don't know to what extent it got any, any worse than that. It was just enough for me to kind of go, hey, there probably should be some. I hate to, so here's the thing. Cops should be involved here's at this the thing. point. So. <clears throat> here's the thing with an injunction. Mm. Okay. It allows people the space to cool off, mm. to leave the female intact usually. Or uh, let me just say this. The victim mm. intact and the home with the family you got one the the one of the last cases i dealt with is you had the um the guy was the abuse was Mm. abusing okay she was trying to get a protective order she had three girls one of them which was very autistic okay now she's made to go try to find shelter and the guy's allowed to stay in the fucking home yeah how is that okay how is that okay and judge kelly is the one that said nope the girl wrote six pages of narrative all the things that had happened Nah, not gonna do. Nah, yeah. you know what I mean. And I and I'm calling it out. I think it's bullshit. Um, I did. I told you this. I visited Miami Dade. Miami Dade is really freaking good about what they're doing as far as domestic violence. They are housing um, in their their um, victim center. Mm-hmm. Um, they have all of the, the they have the advocates there from the sheriff's department. Okay, they have housing partners there. They and they have six or eight different shelters okay. around the city that houses women and they're getting these women rethinking, yeah. right? Rethinking. And if you don't have time to do that, nine times out of 10, the abuse is going to go back to the partner just because it's way easier. Yeah. You're not creating a way for them forward and out of the situation. And what is happening now, even if they do split up, now you have left the abuser unattended mm. to go abuse somebody else. Yeah. You know, and that happens. I'm telling you that right now. Because so, Dana, to your point uh, early when you talk, when you having this conversation with Rep. Barnaby about trying to get funding for back home in Volusia County on domestic violence and so forth and so on. What I'll just say is this: um, obviously, funding for anything is always a challenge, and this is something. Actually, my cousin told me this a while back, and he's a very <laughs> listen. No, listen. Oh, no, I, listen. Before you start breathing all heavy, calm down. How does conversation? The fucking very last thing you ever fucking want to tell a woman that's upset is calm down. That's the very last thing. I fucking I'm calling the doctor. I'm gonna tell you calm down. I'm gonna call the fucking doctor. So, comment he made to me was, "Look, I'm a firm believer that healthcare should be something probably that it definitely should be um, dealt at the state level. However, if we're gonna move in a direction where it's it's you know federalized in some capacity." 
as Americans, we got to make a conscious decision to sit here and say which direction we want to move in and then commit to it. We like making laws without any fucking way to support that. That's what we like. Well, and, and listen, it, it, listen, I, I, that's the comment I made about No Child Left Behind. I mean, we did child, no, I look I, in concept. I don't mind. I you know I didn't mind No Child Left Behind, except for the fact that there was no money coming from the feds. Like, wait a minute. You can't just sit here and say we're going to come up with a brand new law. And then all, everything that's required, like the push in teachers, everything else, you can't. You know, oh, we got no money for that. Well, what's the hell the point of doing No, no Child Left Behind? You're putting more stress on an existing teacher then so and the same thing i would say with domestic violence is then volusia county we have to make a decision that if this is going to be if the, we know that there's a problem out there um, then we have to make a conscious decision to start allocating some sort of funds and resources towards helping these individuals out how many counties <clears throat> are there in the state 67 67 counties yeah okay <clears throat> how much money is flying around that got vetoed last year mm. you better give me the right number too because i'm going to bang you on it. I don't know. I think it's like 3.8 or something like that. It was a 3.7, whatever that You know, it's $3.8 billion. <laughs> okay. Can we have uh, some of that money and distribute to counties and let counties support these things that we need? Like, I know, and give us back money at the county level. Yeah. So what's frustrating to me, first of all, is that it, I understand money's a factor yeah. and I'm, I'm a Democrat and I don't want to waste money, but I think that what it is, is I see return on investment here. You give me that money back and let me invest it into the people. People forget about human capital. Mm -hmm. We take this money and we talk about infrastructure, right? Investing all money into our infrastructure. Yeah. And humans are infrastructure too. What is the biggest infrastructure there is? It's yeah. our human capital, right? And you're not investing your money. So what are you getting? You keep churning out people that um, don't have skills and mindset to adapt to hard times yeah. part of that listen i'm gonna give you 50 50 okay okay 50 50 50 is because people are fucking lazy mm -hmm. sorry yeah and 50 percent is because of circumstance true circumstance uh, okay listen, so i'll give I, you that listen I so if we you. could take it, it even only that 50 percent whereas true circumstance and what i'm talking about there is say you do have a couple in domestic mm -hmm. violence the guy is frustrated because he can't find a job because he doesn't have the financial weatherall. He doesn't have the skill set to manage yeah. a household. He's been thrown out into the world. He left early because he had an abusive stepfather and yeah. an alcoholic mother that was a druggie, right? This is what he's been modeled. Yep. He has no other model by which to operate, okay? I do not disagree. So, <clears throat> so if we want to quit doing these things to our community to our counties to our infrastructure that causes us we have to back up and we have to restructure that you oh, know I'll and listen. we need to invest money in our humans and we're not doing that so what we're doing we're spitting out more babies more druggies we're more 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 because you know what it's so fucking liberal will, it's liberal you I socialist know. fucking you know the biggest socialist fucking structure that we have in the united states of america what is that the fucking military uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. military social uh, medicine it's the biggest social medicine that we have no, is it listen, not there is shut a, the fuck up <laughs> there's acknowledgement by many even within my own yeah. party that don't want to acknowledge that there are a number of social programs even at the highest levels um, that's what i tell them the now, republican people I, are like oh uh, did you take that ppi loan yeah yeah well, <laughs> well yeah well what I, here's what i'll tell you so this is a, a part of the conversation i had 
towards the, uh, after our, the last episode, which was this, um, look, and if it gets me in trouble with my own, you know, friends, as far as being Republican, oh, I'm not Republican enough. That's, you know, fine. Look, You're te- not Republican te- enough. Te- to each his own. This is what I'm going to tell you. <clears throat> I'm a firm believer in this kind of this kind of 80-20 rule, right? 80% of the society will probably do for themselves with no problems. They'll pull themselves up by the bootstraps and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. There is that 10 or 20% that just won't for one reason or another. Some of it is, tra- is transitional, right? Mm-hmm. They they get into bad circumstance. They're in it for a little bit. Then they come back out. The rest of those folks, these are the people who just won't. I don't care how hard you push them. Well, I know that. They're just not going to. So what does that mean? That means we need to have some sort of a little bit of a safety net there. Yes, I want to be mindful of the dollars and make sure not being wasted. There's no fraud. But there has to be some sort of safety net there because what are we going to do? Leave on the fucking street? That ain't happening. I don't want to be uh, uh, you know, tiptoeing around a bunch of uh, homeless people all over the place because our state or our government or our federal government doesn't want to do anything. Not to say our federal government should be because I don't think we're, that's the business of the federal government. You it's fucking really lying, is, are you? It is, it is such, it is, it is, it is I kind of spoke that a little too far. Eric, you went too fast. Hang on. Our state government. What, I, me- what I meant by that is it's other states as well too. So walk my, my back, point baby. is, walk yeah, I know, back. welcome. My point is, is that we have, there has to be acknowledgement. Look, there are some of my friends who are super conservative and I, man, they're good friends of mine. And that's all they ever talk about is the bootstrap thing. And that's it. No, we shouldn't be paying for this. Okay. Look, you can live in that, you know, just black and white world. Unfortunately, in my reality, there is there is not just black and white. There's also mm-hmm. a lot of gray. Yep. I mean, and, and I come, look, I always tell people. And there's people, the rainbow. Don't yeah. forget about the rainbow. Well, whatever that rainbow is you want to call it. I'm just telling you, that's why I tell people, the judges, they're there to ins- interpret the state constitution, you know, the U.S. constitution, that, to strictly interpret that the way it is. I don't want you bringing your past into this shit. Don't do that. But that's what elected officials are for. Elected officials are used to go ahead and bring their own prior experiences to, because of the district they represent and say, hey, this is what I'm going to try to advocate for, get money for, I want to change policies on, so forth and so on. Um, and I think that, you know, to your point, Volusia County just needs to commit um, to the point to the fact that if we have domestic violence issues here and there are people we're trying to help, we need to invest in that human capital. So they're not just left by the wayside and, and kind of fend for themselves. Now you got to, like you said, they, yeah. there's a man, here's there's the a woman and a kid out there doing nothing, you know, here's the mentality, Eric, here's the mentality. Uh Oh, not in my backyard. This, oh. is, th- this is exactly what was said <laughs> to me. This is exactly what was said to me, but Dana, Dana, but do you really want to bring all of these people in the backyard talking about giving, having a place close where people could seek outside counseling, yeah. right? Because I wanted Stuart Marchman to come here. Mm-hmm. I want to give Stuart Marchman a place. They should yeah. have a place here. Largest city. We'd certainly qualify for dysfunctional, okay? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but there's a high uh, incident of mental health issues. And if there's not, it should be talked about. Yeah proactively okay and then they said that that's what they said do you want to bring those druggies and alcoholics into the community like that i'm like fuck they're already here do you want them well or do you want them sick you fuck yeah answer that to me and that is what i say to every fucking republican that wants to call that a liberal issue no it's not you're cleaning up your community you're yeah. cleaning up your community. You're helping your community foster itself. Mm-hmm. You're teaching skill sets that makes your community stronger, healthier. Yeah. 
right? You're taking the stigma off of people getting help. You know what? Some people live in the woods. Trust me. I do the point in time count, oh, and I know, I know where the happens. homeless. Oh, there was there was. Uh, I know the, where the homeless camps are, and I talk with them and get there, them blankets there was and some stuff. Form, there were some former people up on that dais that did not want to recognize uh, that there were homeless people here. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, hey, they're here. They're living in the woods. Trust uh, me. Can I, we got some well, bougie camps. Because when I when I used to, when I when the office was in Deltona, the state yeah. office was in Deltona. Yeah, yeah. I used to get the calls. Uh, or the or the, the 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 young lady I used to work with Hilda would get the calls a lot of times, so and we'd sit there. Shh, wait a minute, I need a moment. Yeah, fucking Hilda is a saint. Hilda, she's a good person. Yes, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I just want to say that you are my hero. <laughs> you are my goddess. Yeah, and you should get everything in life that you want, <laughs> and that anyone goes against you should be severely punished <laughs> and they should be talked shit about and thank you for everything that you do for our community hilda uh, what hilda. i will tell you is that uh hilda thank was you. always good at making sure and i think this is the way any state in my personal belief any state office should run is we are there to help those individuals get through the system that are having a hard time. The system is big, and we all know that. People fall through the cracks. I always tell people, my job is not to twist anybody's arm. My job is to figure out where the where the mistake may have happened or where did somebody fall through the cracks. And she was always good about ensuring that if someone was out there that needed help, that we were doing everything we could to make sure that that person got all the whatever whatever benefits they could qualify. What I meant by that is if they were homeless, what can we do? What resources are available? And she was good at finding those resources to help them, even if it was just temporary. Um, that's what kind of meant by the whole thing with the benefits is just, hey, if there's, because I, this is the way I look at it, right? If there's somebody here in Deltona or a Daytona beach or a Norman beach, they're having a hard time. I want them to know that there are resources out there, those benefits that will help them temporarily get back on their feet. That's what I want to see. And so she was always good about it. And, and that should be, any state office is not is is answering the constituent concerns and complaints, but then also trying to help those individuals who just are having a hard time trying to help themselves and they just don't know how to navigate the system. And she was good at it. And um, so, look, I will just say she's that she's a goddess. Uh, <laughs> she's very good at what she does. Uh, I'll just say this: um, you know, look, the NIMBY issue, not my backyard. I think we need to figure out what that middle ground is because you're absolutely right, Dana. I know for a fact there are homeless people here living either within Deltona or just on the, the fringes, so to speak, of Deltona, wherever you want to put it. And they are, um, we need to figure out a way to help them out. I don't care if it's a, maybe some sort of collaboration between some in the Southwest area to help some of this stuff out. I understand the whole idea. Okay, where do we put something? You know, where does it go? We got to, that conversation needs to happen. We just can't keep going. No, 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 no. Yes. I understand the arguments they're making. Well, do we want to, is that the, is that the image we want to bring for our city? And I would just say, well, I, I hear you. Wait, I do. But, wait, but those, wait. these folks are here and they need help. Where else are they going to go? What image? Are we going to bust them? What are we going to bust them over? Cause yeah. that costs money too. You're going to bust them the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. that, that's all. I mean, if that's what you want to do. That's fine. But then, but then that means that we need to then, oh, so for example, homeless shelter in Daytona beach, that means that maybe Daytona should be helping pay for some of that stuff and, and, and find a way to bust them over there if we're not going to do something on our side. Cause I get, I know for a fact Daytona beach is footing the bill on that whole damn thing pretty much on their own. Yeah. And so my point is, is that everybody needs to be involved in this in some capacity. And so either they're going to, either we find something here locally to figure it out or we start, you know, there's here's the thing. Other means, but we got to hey, spend money Eric, on busting people here. Eric, and there, so, yeah. I want you to carry this message to the Republicans. Oh, okay. Mm. 
You'd be the torch. You'd be the light. Oh, God. The lamp <laughs> unto the feet thing. Okay? If we take that money, mm-hmm. give me, for, for Bullish County, mm-hmm. give me $3 million. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let me in Deltona build a hub mm-hmm. by which we can bring our community services, because they're scattered all over the place. If mm-hmm. you've got a mother with babies, okay, uh, and she's trying to get assistance, she's trying to get job placement, da-da-da-da, right? You're going to send her to Orange City, right, to get her tag. Mm-hmm. Will Roberts, could you get our shit together over here? I'm just going to say that. Our tag office, please. Why do I got to go pay for it and get it the next day? Mm-hmm. Can we stop that? I, how long has it been? When was he elected? Four, two, two years ago. Two years? Oh, my yeah. God, it feels like four. I know it does sometimes. But I, can mm-hmm. we get Delta? Okay, first of all, yeah. my point is we need a hub there where we can bring our nonprofits in. Mm-hmm. The nonprofits can, there are some good nonprofits out there generating enough yeah. to pay their way through grants. They are their own grant machine, right? We can pay for this place. But what you do then is you have one place for service for people to come in mm-hmm. and get these services. You have the v, the Veterans Administration there yeah. like two days a week, okay? You have Healthy Starts there. You have the access point there. And if you have everyone collaboratively, you know this from working with CLC, that in, when you start putting things in the, um, what is it, human, uh, you know what I'm talking about, the system, what yeah. is oh, online, the, 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 the HMI, HMIS. Yeah, HMIS. HMIS. Yep. HMIS system, then what you do is you start cutting out duplication of services also, right? Which is saving people money. You are getting the offenders, the steady shoppers, Mm. okay? But, man, you could have, like, think about this. One central place to have all of that. Not only that, you can have a place where if a woman is going for a job or a man's going for a job, they can go shop for clothes. You Mm. know what I mean? They have clothes for seven days. Yeah. What you're doing is you're rebuilding a a community and you're rebuilding your human capital to be successful. Right now, we're not doing a good job of that. Yeah. We're telling women right now in Volusia County, you you don't need to be scared of that guy. And I'm going to tell you something. I, on Monday night, Mm. after our commission meeting, had someone come after me. Okay. Mm. Okay. And when I tell you that I don't know the mentality of this person, mm-hmm. right? And I need to tell somebody about it. The sheriff's office was great. But I didn't feel invited to the courthouse. Okay. I didn't feel invited to go file an injunction with a judge, so I didn't. You know why? Because it's not been successful. Okay. And, 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 and few people would look at me and say that that person is afraid of this person, mm-hmm. right? However, there are fucking crazy people out there that can shoot me from across the parking lot. If I need an injunction from somebody because I have that fear, you need to listen. And we're not listening in Volusia County. Yeah. We need stronger advocacy. So we need a place to put all of these people that, that we can build stronger human capital. It's an investment. Yeah. In our people. you got to quit looking at people as a pariah, that sector of people which is disenfranchised. And that's what the fuck we do. Yeah, it's almost we, like, it's almost like we, we put a scarlet letter on them all over again. We do. We try to get away from that two, three hundred years ago, four hundred years ago. And still I feel like it. it's still, still doing it. It's still there. And I've, I tell people, I said, look, you know, we people, there are people who need help all the time. Mm-hmm. And we should not be looking at them as some sort of pariah. Let's try to figure out you know, what the, what the need is. Let's try to identify it. Let's try to figure out a way to help them out. I know that there, 
look, it, obviously, and I don't want to keep talking about it because I don't want to m- minimize the issue, but obviously money is always going to be a challenge, but we, but if Eric, we, but we need to collaborate. that's going to make me fucking crazy. No, no, Sticky I know. talking about the fucking money. We got the fucking money. We have a tightwad governor that won't give us back the fucking money. Where is that money? No, Where is listen, that? listen. How much do, wait, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do we or do we not have a record amount of money stashed away in fucking savings? Yeah, no. Historical, yeah, yeah, right? Historical, yeah. Because he's a conservative, right? Fiscally conservative. Yes. Okay, praise God and all of that. But we also have a record amount of vetoed money sitting there. We need to reinvest that money. That's stupid. I can't believe that a capitalist fucking Republican doesn't understand investing the money back into the community. When you do that, you take away the drain of social services. If you have, you know this, if you've got brakes on your car, right, and you don't listen, your brakes start squeaking and you don't listen to it, instead yeah. of going and getting a seventy nine ninety nine brake job, what does it turn into? You fuck the rotors, right, yeah. and it turns into a $500 job. That's what we've done. We've ignored well, the squeaking, listen, okay? I don't, and, I don't disagree with you. That and the state are... needs to get serious about it. you got some good people up there. You hear me, Representative Garrison? I know what your platform is, and I know that you believe in this. And if Webster would follow through with what he said, then the governor loves him so much. I understand that he's one of the governor's favorite people. You know people up there. If people get serious about this, we can do that. Stop acting like we're trying to fucking invest money in heroin factories or something. We're not. We're yeah. trying to reinvest in people. Uh, can the Republicans not change their school of thought on that? No, I think there. Are, I think there are a lot of par- Republicans who are trying. I think. I think most will probably tell you they are trying in some way. But it is. But Dana, I'll tell you right now. Even in Tallahassee, it's t- it's difficult because there are so many competing priorities and so you they give everybody a little money there's a listen i tell you it is a four billion dollars if you plus, can if plus. you can imagine who who's ever going to to volusia county or c deltona looking for help you can only imagine what it's like on a statewide level and there's so many competing um ideas and missions and so forth and it's just trying to hone it in look not up until recently up until, and you can laugh if you want, but up until um, our governor came in, I'll tell you this, we had a hodgepodge and something I always disagree with. And even when I was working with David, we always just, you know, we always had a disagreement on the issue of why are we doing hodgepodge water policy? If we're going to get serious about, because what's happening is a lot of us, we all go to Tallahassee and we're asking for different project, water projects for our different communities, which is fine. It's infrastructure. And I believe, I believe in that, but we need to have some sort of like, it's one mindset for everybody in, in, in the state of Florida, where we're going to go with our water po- policy. Cause we know water is so, um, is so important to the state of Florida specifically, right? Cause of our unique uh, ecosystem. And I would say that that's probably the same level we need to do on on a whole host of issues. And domestic violence is one of them. I think it's just something where we need to definitely uh, put Elizabeth attention to Elizabeth Federhoff would have spe- sponsored a bill. If those 40 people uh-huh. had have like woke up, woken up that day on election day, Elizabeth Federhoff is a tireless advocate for these issues. And she would have been fighting hard. I just uh-huh. don't feel it in Webster. I, I feel like it, you know, what he does, it's like the, the giving somebody candy to make them shut up and go away. That's the way that I feel. I feel that he has a bigger agenda. I feel that it's really not about these social policies, you know, and it should be because that's, again, that's where our human capital is. And I, I just, think- all I'm going to say is, I think you I need miss to, Elizabeth. I th- I, well, listen, I think you need to continue to have those conversations, not just with Representative Barnaby. Keep talking about it, all right? Uh, for, look, a state rep goes up or and a state senator goes up 
to do try and do the will of the people in their specifically in their district, right? And so what I always tell you is that the same way that Rep Barnaby has a lot of competing ideas coming before him, so does like what? state whatever whatever that is. I don't know because I, I don't work for him, but I will just tell you there are competing ideas. And so you just I think the the path is keep talking to him, but not just him though. And you know this already because I know you've been I think you've been having some conversations if it's okay to say with Senator Wright on some of the yep. issues as well. And so. And, and, and I'll tell folks, that's the reality. Sometimes if you're, if you're state rep, if it's something that either he or she feels a little uncomfortable with or doesn't know, um, then then work your state senator then. I, look, there have been times before we've told people, you know, hey, look, this, where you're talking about the criminal justice stuff, like it's not really my wheelhouse. I tell you what, I will do what I can advocate from behind the scenes, but I think this state rep may be more helpful for me because that is an area that they- um, Which state rep would that be, Eric? I don't know. I you're mean, going I, back up I, the session here I soon. I, I know you. I know one. I, well, I know you. I know you know one. <laughs> I know. I know one. you're gonna keep mentioning these names, Sam Garrison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, and 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 so keep in mind too that and and Dana, to your point, that is a good conversation piece to have. Look, I would invite you or anybody else to continue to come up to Tallahassee. I know it's not always easy. You know, I'm coming up, right? I no, I it wouldn't surprise me if you. I, I you probably mentioned to me, and I just you know probably forgot. You don't about listen that, to but. me. That's why our relationship <laughs> suffers. One, in one ear and out the other. I swear to That's God. why we're falling apart. That's what my wife tells me sometimes when I get in trouble for it. So you're not listening to me. Yeah, I am, babe. Um, no, I just come up and advocate and go meet those individuals beyond you trying to advocate for City of Daltona. If, if that's an issue that's near and dear to your heart, find the state reps who are looking for who want to find ways to advocate. And if that's in, and if it's Sam, if Sam Garrison, Representative Garrison, then so be it. Talk to him and let him know, hey, this we got to make this a, a big issue. Mm-hmm. What I will tell you is, you know, each speaker that comes in mm-hmm. has kind of the thing that they're going to try to mission, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, speaker uh, Paul Renner has his eyes set on 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 water, water co- quality, water quality conservation. So I've told you before. And I mentioned so what before. happens so, is you, when you get in line with that, then that yeah. then that's where you get your little. You know, yeah, I mean, look, and Speaker and Oliva before, you know, his his thing was trying to change the healthcare system a little bit and trying to create more access for, you know, for nurse practitioners and, and PAs, you know, physician assistants and so forth. So each one comes with their mission. And then the governor comes <laughs> along and says... I'm taking away all these nursing programs. I'm going to veto oh, this shit. Oh, stop, Watch Jesus. It. Gonna, Get out of I'm here. I'm going to veto these virtual labs. Oh, my That's God. Yeah, yeah. I know. I yeah, yeah. Listen, once again, that is your black and white view, but it's not always that easy, Dan. I can tell you that. So. I've read the black, the white, and the gray, my friend. And you, and, uh, and you of all people should know better, because I know you operate in the gray a lot, so stop your shit. <laughs> Love you, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> I hear the First Lady is going to be, um, she's on the she mental was in, health train. Uh, she, she, in in many ways. Uh, she yeah. was actually, she was just in town this week. I can't tell. No one ever invites Democrats to things that might affect policy. You know what I mean? We're never invited. She to was just shit. in town. She was just in town. They were having a, a, a affordable home ownership um, yeah. thing come, that came yeah. up, and uh, our, our friend Victor Ramos was there and got a picture with the, with the with the first lady. Of course he did. Um, and uh, she is. Uh, I will tell you this: the first lady. I've only seen her in passing, but a number of people I've always talked to. Uh, uh, when they come into direct contact with her, um, they always told me just some of the best things about her. She's she is um, she's definitely someone easygoing to talk to. She listens, so forth and so on. So um, something else to think about down the road, Dana, mm-hmm. on on that. So I'm easy to talk to. Huh? I'm, I, I listen. You, actually, I know you are because I talk to you all the damn time. I know you are. I mean, I, I listen. Yeah, you a little rants, but we all do every once in a while. But it doesn't, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to get better about that. Um, I, what is your um, what is your um, resolution for going into the new year? 
I gotta lose a couple pounds. <laughs> God, I do too. <laughs> Do you go to the gym or you work out at home? My wa- No, I uh, I used to go to the gym, but it just uh, sometimes I find myself a little too busy. And then by the time nighttime comes, I'm like, ah, so I got a treadmill at my house. I've been trying to get back into the swing of things a little treadmill bit. Treadmill is the rich white man's way of saying, see you later. Bingo. I love it. <laughs> Come on, guys. <Gonzo>, you- <laughs> work with me, brother. Work with me. Let's stay together, man. <laughs> no, I just listen. Um, Hey, my, fr- my friend. <laughs> and she knows why I say it. Tara DiErico and I are. <laughs> Are starting back at crunch after the first yeah, of the year. My way. So listen. You know what you could do? Yeah, get, keep me ahead. in the gym. Yeah. I just need to find that that one hot guy that goes in at the same time all the Jesus time and Christ. just go in there and I will stay on the treadmill and I'll be like that old country dog running yeah, down the road. Wanna, I will you know, fucking die. Dude, this is what I hate. I hate <laughs> when people go to the gym like, oh, I need to be looking at a girl all the damn times or I need to be looking at a guy. Like, dude, how about just going to the gym because it's healthy for you. It's good I am for you. not inspired by myself. I'm Jeez, oh my gosh. Uh, I hate you gym rats. Not <laughs> <laughs> me, man. I'm just a fucking old, white, fat, middle-aged woman. Okay, and listen, D-Mac long suffers with this. Could you imagine being married to me? And you know what he does? Mm. He's just like, he's like, he just rolls his eyes at me anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. ridiculous. Anyway, I find myself, care. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be out there and open about this. I find myself snoring probably a little bit too much lately. And my wife and my daughter have been after me about it. And I know a lot of it is directly related to my weight. And so I gotta, I, I, I gotta. You're sh- tall. Gotta you can pounds. get away with a lot of shit, though. How I, tall are you? I, Eric? I'm five. I'm only, I'm only five ten. Really? Yeah, yeah I'm only five ten. You yeah, seem yeah. like six foot to me. Yeah, no, I'm only five ten. But yeah, so I can probably carry a little different than some others. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that my poor wife is not suffering. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta get that boom bang and I sometimes I wake up with a black and blue she's I said hun I, that wasn't there last night you know how loud you were snoring last night yeah bang bang yeah exactly so listen. there's no domestic violence going on in my house folks take it easy okay <laughs> <laughs> and if it is it's probably well deserved I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm not gonna stop there's no such thing as well deserved um, domestic violence I'm you're sorry. just fucking up left and right you better shut yeah, up while I you're know, I'm gonna, people are gonna come after me no folks so listen I take that stuff seriously he so, does yeah. and we do and we're gonna yeah. be working that in the coming year as we close out this is our last show for yes. the year yep. um, I would like to thank our production staff Mike and Mike Productions you guys are rock and roll if you yeah. need any type of production services please see them there's um, also Eminem not to cut you off but there is a open house coming up on the 22nd December 22nd, December 22nd yes December 22nd right downstairs here in the dungeon of yep. Cigar Hustler I invite you to come out yes um, we will absolutely be here yes, and be be, uh, attending. Yeah. Yep. I'd like to thank Gonzo for, um, what the fuck are you even thinking Gonzo for? Sticking his head in every now and then. <laughs> Gonzo, thank you. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> I'd like to thank Hot Santa. Uh, Hot he, Santa. He, mm. got a, he got a trim on the old hair and everything. <laughs> I'm closing my eyes. I'm Don't still thinking about being, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I was like, what happened? <laughs> the wife won. <laughs> listen, Eric. She hated the hair. Yeah. <laughs> she, she did. I want to thank you, yeah. my partner, yeah. my friend, Eric Raimondo, um, as we move into the new year. You're an awesome, awesome partner. There's nobody else I could think uh, of that, that I would love to have on dear. the podcast <laughs> um, other than you. And thank uh, you. And thank your family for allowing you to take this time out. I know that you're so busy but it's it's what the community needs this you know uh, what i mean so i salute you my friend no, and wish you all you, the best you. in the upcoming year and i'm in the same boat my dear i'm hey. in the same boat as you trust me i really appreciate i always have a good having a good time i look 
I look forward to the Friday afternoons we can get together and do the recording and just and being just part of the Cigar Hustler family. I've been coming here for several years and just in recent over the last two years, probably just coming so much more just because just the vibe and everybody here. Um, from the whole cigar hustle family, they're just they're awesome people. I just there are days I just I'll hang out in here for a little bit and just chit yep. chat and shoot the breeze. Uh, I came here early uh, one day. I just left work a little early and came here and just hung out. So, yeah. anyways, so we want to thank you for yep. that. Our next show will be on uh, January sixth. Um, we invite you to send your emails in. Come join us on the podcast. If you'd like to be on, we already have uh, some people lining up for the uh, for the new year. Come yep. and have some dialogue with us. We really, really appreciate it. And um, just remember that if it's important to you. It's important to us, folks. Peace. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. The Smoking Truth Podcast, its owners and sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guest. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intent to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Dana McCool, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience.